conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of Rick and Bubba show. From the broadcast plaza on Teleport, thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Rick, I'm glad to be here. Thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us. And, Rick, I'm also very, very proud to announce America's weatherman, James Spann. Yeah. He's back. He's a man with a main weather plan. He's a mighty James Spann. He's a mighty good weatherman. All right, Span, Delta, Delta, Delta. Tell us, uh, tell us the latest. Delta Dawn. So uh, Delta is probably as strong as it's going to be today right now. This thing is a Category 3. Mm. Uh, the top winds are 120 miles an hour. And some of the good analogs to this would be Hurricane Opal. That was a three. Uh, Frederick was a three. More than likely, this weakens a little bit on the approach to the Louisiana coast later today because of cooler water and the winds on top of the system out of the southwest begin to increase. And that creates shear that can kind of blow the top of this thing off. But still, this will be a formidable hurricane when it makes landfall this evening on the coast of Louisiana. Uh, it's going to be coming in a little to the east of Laura's landfall point, you know, and obviously there's great concern about our friends in Lake Charles. Mm. Uh, they took a major brutal hit from Laura, but there's differences here. Laura was a category four. This will be a category two at the time of landfall. Laura came in more to the West. Delta will come in more to the East. So Lake Charles will be on that better side, but still it's going to be awfully windy and awfully wet. And they got all this debris and it's just not what they want. So but it comes in this evening, weakens to a tropical storm tonight. Uh, then the remnant circulation comes up through parts of uh, uh, northern Mississippi and up into Tennessee. And obviously, we have flash flood watches uh, in, in that zone where landfall will occur. Parts of Louisiana will probably see five to eight inches of rain. On the positive side, this thing's just not going to sit there for a couple of days like Sally did. It's got a good uh, you know, breeze behind it. The winds are lofter strong. It will move on at a pretty good clip. So we think rain amounts stay under 10 inches across Louisiana, but still that could create some flooding there. And uh, I wanted to mention one thing, guys, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about football and uh, you know, Alabama and Ole Miss play in Oxford, Mississippi uh, tomorrow evening. And the Southeastern conference moved the kickoff time from five o'clock until six 30. And a lot of people are looking at these tracking maps and they see, Ooh, Ooh, there's a dot over Oxford Saturday night. <laughs> now, why how are they going, James? They, ooh. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ooh, what, why, why did they move the game? These are morons. Um, <laughs> well, a lot of them and, and pe people equate a dot on a map like that 
with where the heaviest rain is going to be. And it doesn't work that way. For a dissipating system that is inland, the big rain shield is removed far to the north and east of there. So that doesn't mean that's where the heaviest rain is going to be. And they moved it because most likely the heaviest rain will be during the day in Oxford, maybe into Saturday evening. So by the time the game kicks off at 630, understand there is no doubt it will probably rain during the game. But the really big, heavy tropical rain bands should be north and east of Oxford, Mississippi at that point. And that's the reason that they moved the kickoff time. Uh, so lingering showers for that game. Don't expect much thunder and lightning. Uh, and don't think it rains for the entire game. So they're just trying to get away from those heavier tropical rain bands. Uh, one concern with this and with any landfalling tropical system is the chance of these uh, isolated tornadoes on the east side of the circulation. So there could be a few isolated tornadoes tonight across Louisiana. And then tomorrow, uh, the Florida panhandle, all of Alabama and Eastern Mississippi will have these spiral bands. And within that, there might be a, a small isolated tornado. And these are not like the big tornadoes we see in, in April. These would be smaller ones. But listen, here's one thing I need to make perfectly clear. There is no such thing as a weak tornado. You know, every tornado gets a number on the enhanced Fujita scale. The weakest tornado is a zero. The biggest is a five. A lot of people think, well, that these are brief, you know, short-lived tornadoes. They're no big deal. Let me tell you something. If an EF zero comes down your street, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. and, and that can knock down trees and create damage. And it's a direct threat to, to life. So if you hear a tornado warning tomorrow, go ahead and pay close attention and do what you would normally do during any tornado warning. Uh, and one other point about the tornadoes tomorrow, if they form, and that's a big if, but if they form, uh, they're going to be tough to detect. Uh, these are going to be low-topped showers. The radar beam goes in a straight line. The earth curves, believe it or not. And that means the radar Wait beam can be minute. five, <laughs> that the radar beam could be five, 6,000 feet off the ground. And you just can't see these things. So there's a chance you might have a tornado tomorrow that, that touches down with no warning. That's a distinct possibility. So just pay close attention to the weather. And then everything moves out of the deep south by Sunday. And next week is looking calm. And we're always looking to the next system. And there is one out in the Atlantic. And keep in mind, the hurricane season goes through November. It might try and develop. However, uh, the winds aloft become harsh, and I don't think it's going to make it to the United States. So once we get Delta out of here, uh, most likely for the United States, no problems for the next week or so. And by the way, the uh, the next name on the list, what's the next name after Delta? You guys are Greek experts. It should uh, be Epsilon. Eps Epsilon, yeah. Okay. If it gets a name. All right. If, if it goes past that, what is it, Speedy? Do you know? What's Delta the Epsilon? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't. I have. No I, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So when, when I thought we were just when, everybody, everybody's trying to Google Greek alphabet right now. When did when did we start? Is this? Am I've not been paying attention? I thought these names were just a letter. When did we start on this? We ran out of names. We ran out. We the hit Greek. the we hit the twenty six. Okay. So now we're doing Greek. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Zeta, Eta, Theta. Oh, Iota, mm. Kappa. That just, so just James, just stop. I mean, it just, I mean, this is, it, now, now we're now a we're a list of fraternities, basically. Yeah. So you were telling. <laughs> I, uh, I think we need to go to numbers, James, and we start with the year, the month, and then the date. That's maybe. right. I will tell you that way you won't what have pe duplicates. What people are asking right now, they're asking, what happens if a name has to be retired? You know, big hurricanes have their yeah. names retired. And what if it's one of these Greek alphabet names like Delta? Well, if Delta needs to be retired, it will be, but it will have a dash 
2020 on it. Here we go. So the Greek alphabet can still be used in future years if if needed. Oh, so so oh, there was got to work well, around. We got to work yeah, around. Like we got that, it. Yeah. You know what yeah. though? It was kind of. And I know. I know. We did one thing for political correctness at one time. It was only female names. And now we've now we've now we've gone to fraternity names. So really, we're starting to go back to what our original plan was: things that are reckless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you don't like that, you can email James. So you, Rick at rickandbubba.com. dot <laughs> com. That's the uh, email address for that but, mail right but, there. But uh, yeah. you know, you you heard you talking to Speedy in the break, and you've said this on the air before too. Uh, the hurricane, it you see it; it's pretty straightforward, and they're devastating. And then those 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 tornadoes that may or may not happen. We hope they don't. But you referred to the issue of, of forecasting them with with a lot of warning. You were you you remember you always use the the game at every arcade whack a mole. Yeah, I mean they just pop up and they're gone. I mean it's just hard to do, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what the, that's what these things are like. So so you know you're looking at the radar and all of a sudden you see this really intense circulation. A tornado warning is issued. By the time you hit the TV, it's gone. Right. And so, you know, it's really tough. And again, considering the circumstances, you just need to be weather aware tomorrow if you're out. And let me just say this, too. It's not going to rain all day. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to rain at times. And there's probably not going to be much thunder. And understand, we've got other football games across the Deep South. Uh, for example, in the state of Alabama, Auburn will be hosting Arkansas. Uh, and for that game, there'll be showers. I'm thinking it rains for the entire game. Um, and just a low end tornado threat on that side of Alabama, but just everybody needs to pay kind of close attention. And again, I, I stress if there's a tornado warning, the easiest thing to do is to think, well, span said they're going to be, you know, short lived and brief, and I'm not going to worry about this. Listen, if you get a tornado warning and if you're in the polygon, what do you do? Respect the polygon. You're in it. You, you, you know, go to your safe place. There you put you on go. a helmet, do everything yeah. that you normally do. And I'll be honest with you. The biggest problem with these smaller tornadoes, it's trees coming down. And we've had loss of life from trees coming down on structures and mobile homes and things like that. So just just pay attention. We'll get through it okay, and we'll move on to the next one. Typically, October is a beautiful month, and once we get past this, things look quiet for a while. And down the line, we see evidence of a really good cool shot coming down in about seven to ten days. And yeah, that, uh, probably is going to bring a lot of folks in the deep south their first frost of the season. Bring it on, right, James? Yeah. If we have a few more named storms and we get down to I, uh, it would be Lotta. Which I think that would be. Uh, what if you have a hurricane named Lotta? You go, oh, hey. Lotta's a pack in a Lotta. <laughs> huh? I like it. By the way, James, I want you Zeta. to know. Zeta's the next one, by the way. Z's not the last letter in the Greek alphabet. It's on up. James, just a little fun between us. You know, I see your son at least twice a week. We work out at the same time. I great, take great pleasure in asking him what the weather's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> he get tired of that. He loves it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty two minutes past the hour. Hey, hey, to the phones we go. Joe is standing by in the great state of Virginia. And we'll start with him. Hey, Joe. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, good. Good, guys. Good morning. How are y'all? We're Great. fantastic, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Yes, sir. Hey, I know that uh, the debate has been, uh, the presidential debate has been a couple weeks away. Uh, wait, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Uh, what was his name, Rick? Joe. Uh, 
was trying yeah. spelling right, for Joe there. Yeah. Joe, you've got so much background noise. We want to hear what you're saying, but it was overtaking you. So Are try it again. Yeah, try there you again. go. Try it again. Sounds better. All right, so go ahead. I've been on hold. I was running through the car wash. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so the debate was a couple weeks away, and or has been a couple weeks, and uh, just kind of wondering what you guys take is on the way the way the president acted during that debate. If it's really going to affect the way that uh, people, you know, who are on the fence. You know, who are Trump supporters, but just the way he acted, I think if you're a Trump supporter, and I hope the car works out, <laughs> I, if, you're, if you're a Trump supporter, and he was on hold for a long time, so he, yeah. he was in a better position. We just kept him on hold for a long time. But I, I, will, I will go back, and we couldn't help it because we had Span coming up, but I appreciate you holding. But I think if you're a Trump supporter, I honestly don't think it matters to you what he does because you know what the other – party in its current state is trying to give you and you say i gotta reject that and i'll just tolerate when trump does some things that i go gosh you could have handled that better or wow was he doing now these people that are on the fence that haven't decided i've never met one mm-hmm. and I, i'm not but look you understand where i live so i i'm not exposed yeah. to a lot of battleground states uh, you know I, I i you know when i was in indiana the other other night i mean uh, I don't really know the dynamic of the po- the the politics of Indiana, uh, but it seemed very similar that everybody was pretty much where they were going to be. Of course, I was in a, a you know in a church, but there were people that were coming that may not maybe don't normally go to church. They were just coming to this thing. So I I, I don't know if I was getting any you know varying wor- worldviews or not. But I don't know who these mysterious undecideds are. Uh, but if they watch that debate between the two presidential, uh, one sitting president and one uh, former vice president, both trying to be the next president, I don't think anybody, if they were truly undecided, got anything out of that. I think it was just a mess. So I'm not sure it really yeah. impacted anybody's decision. Yeah, I think. And it uh, certainly didn't take people off where they already were. Yeah, I, this this great undecided, I'm, I'm like you, I don't really follow. But let's assume there are some. I don't think Trump helped his position. Uh, with his Mr. Bombastic uh, performance. Uh, now, some people who love Trump and want and think the whole system of government we got is deep state, it's a joke, uh, they loved it. They thought it was funny he made a mockery of the whole thing. Yeah, I was uh, – But a lot of people would be offended and going, look, you're acting like a, a, a second grader and we don't need that. But then you watch the VP debate the other night, and you realize how boring it was because there wasn't anything fun like that. Well, and like this woman that called in, we didn't get to unpack it because it was hit, it was hitting the top of the hour. Then we went into the, the hurricane update. I see. I, I'd never heard of man planing, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I understand this. <laughs> I is, thought it was something with a razor. I and I understand. Know. In the break, I discovered <laughs> what it was, and there. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, is uh, yeah, I think you're confusing the word planning and scaping, but but the uh, it's funny. But but anyway. Um, but 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 this is the thing. See, this is why you, you can't got really close right, to the right. right yeah, explain. Yeah, 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 funny. I, I, I got to explain that where that came from. But I, but I'm but I'm going back to this. I'm hard time explaining that. I think. Um, Bubba. I, I think I like the visual. You went ahead and took a look. At it. But, uh, hello YouTube. Um, but um, Spark, Spark. Spark me. It's like but what th- Greg said, we got a new employee. Well, this is the right. That, that, was, a good, that was a great line yesterday, by the way. But go back to this. 
this that when you come up with phrases like this, this is the phrase that means when a man talks to a woman, oh, it yeah. sounds condescending. Yeah. He's explaining it to her uh, like a man superior to a woman. No, well, see, we can't win because right. because then we're told by by the far by the far far left that Kamala Harris would mm-hmm. would say that you know that men and women are not just there there be we we know they're equal biblically they're equal different but equal, not the same. Oh, no, no, no. The far, far left said there ain't an ounce of difference between a man and a woman, and by golly, to say otherwise is a misogynist point of view. So then you go, okay, well, let's get into a debate, and let's dust, let's dust it up. How dare you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, yo, treat me just like a man. Oh, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they're the masters of this. I want to be treated just like, hey, you. I, I want you to be colorless. Are you colorless? Well, that's racist. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You told <laughs> us to be white. Yeah. I thought we were to be colorblind. Colorblind? Well, that's white supremacy. <laughs> wait a minute. I, th- well, I can't keep up with how this changes. Hey, I, I just treat, hey, gender doesn't even exist. How dare you man plane? Yeah, you can't, can't manplane if, can. if, if everybody's the same. If I talk yeah. to Kamala Harris the same way I would talk to Joe Biden, then I thought I'm doing what you want me to do. Well, she's a woman. Well, that's I thought unless, she wasn't. That's unless you've made a good point, then you're, right. you're being mean. And that's what, that's what they did. They already had their defense ready, and they're telling you that, that Pence won the debate because of, now they're blaming him for doing that. Mm-hmm. If she would have... If she would have dusted the floor and beat him, then it wouldn't. You wouldn't be hearing. This. I don't think there's another person in in politics more thoughtful and respectful than Mike Pence. And the way he handled it the other night was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. So oh, don't yeah. don't tell me he was being condescending and patronizing well, what, to Kamala Harris. Did y'all see the yeah. looks and faces and those things that she was doing when the she, entire debate? Can I when tell she you, speaks condescending, gracious. When she speaks condescending, what do you call it? What's right. the name for that? <laughs> Well, we have one, I guess. Probably not. Well, we go back. We go back to this. I didn't see the debate, so now I've gone back and watched all the stuff. I've gone back and watched all the highlights that people said you need to see this. And you all are right. What it looked like to me, just from somebody who didn't even see the debate, I've just seen the highlights, and that she sat over there like some high school girl. Yeah. Uh, that's that's snubbing her nose and rolling her eyes when somebody says something. She whatever, so smug, whatever. Yeah. Yes, and and I'm like, well, she looks like a child. Yeah, she and, did. And Very so, childish. But if I if I speak in a way defending my point to a man, some would say moronic. And then I come over to a woman and I speak moronic. to the woman the same way. See, I might say I don't think you should treat women like men. But that's not what the left says. No. The, the left says, no, no, don't Un- even bring up gender until we tell you to bring it up. Unless. Oh, okay. Unless you I'm made standing a good, by. <laughs> unless you made a good point and I have no other way out, then, hey, you're abusing women. <laughs> don't bring up color until we tell you to. Don't bring up gender until we tell you to. Yeah. Just wait for, wait for your assignment from us, the all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful left. Your phone calls continue. We'll talk to you when we come back. More Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour, and we'll get to your phone calls. Uh, Harry Murdahl taking those now. As uh, we, I think there may be maybe two lines available. HelloFresh.com. Get food on the table in less than twenty minutes. They set them up. They do the recipes. They send the ingredients right to the door. Right to the door. All you do is prepare it. You're still cooking, but you know what they've done? You pick the recipes. They sent you everything you need to make it, and uh, and you follow it, and it's delicious. Uh, individual bags for individual meals, uh, and then you just prepare them. 
and you pick the type of uh, menu you want. You customize it. I need this many meals this week. Next week, I need this many. Week after that, we're going to be out of town, so don't need any. However you want to do it, and we're getting you $80 off uh, on your first order plus free shipping. Uh, if you go to HelloFresh.com and use the code Bubba, you also can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button to Donna in the great state of South Carolina. Hey, Donna, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Donna. How are you? Uh, fine, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. It's our pleasure. Um, I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, near Charleston, or originally from the great state of Tennessee, Go Balls. Hey, um, hey Rocky Top. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I've got a question for you uh, about a statement that was made yesterday, but, but first I'd like just to thank you. Um, my son introduced us to the show, and he actually visited you, you, you he and his wife, in January, they they came to um, the morning show and yeah, did the men's the- bo- me- yes did the men's Bible study. So I remember that. Uh, yeah. You really, yeah, you really encouraged him that day and continue to cur- encourage him. And Thank he's you. actually uh, purchased the the man study oh, that he's doing with his small group um, here in Monk's Corner. But That's great. Um, anyway. You made a, a comment yesterday about government, and I, be, I believe the way I understood it anyway is that you said that government was evil. So I wanted to know could if be. you could provide a little, a little bit more insight on that. I, I understand. I guess it confused me. I know that that God instructs us to work within the framework and mm-hmm. respect yes. government unless it's doing something that dishonors Him. But could you? work that out a little bit more as far as the evil part of it yeah well if you go back to the uh, uh, the, the beginning of everything uh, in creation god designed that he would be the authority period there would be no earthly governments and and then he said here's what you can do and here's what you can't do and it was an example that it would really be very limited but he was the perfect all-loving benevolent dictator of the world and uh, and he was and everything he said to do and not do was in your best interest and he's perfect so it was and we couldn't we couldn't follow the plan yeah though. so we couldn't follow the plan so when we fail that we went through a period of time where there was no earthly government of any kind and that's when you get into the book of Genesis when everybody just did whatever they thought was right and so uh, so God then uh, takes uh, he, he he takes Enoch and he walks him into heaven mm-hmm. uh, which was great he, uh, Methuselah he lives almost a thousand years then he goes out and then when he looks around Satan was was trying to take um, he even attempted which we got into the Bible study this week he even attempted his own version of half man half God when the fallen angels begin to have offspring with human women and and that was mm-hmm. his attempt to do I'm gonna do a God man. And so God came in, and he shut that down. He wiped everything off the face of the earth except for what was on the ark. And, of course, we know that's also symbolic that Jesus is now the ark. When he comes back and he finally destroys this again once and for all for the final uh, you know, deal where we get the new heaven and new earth, everybody who's on the ark, Jesus, uh, is under that redemption plan, will be saved. Those who don't will be destroyed. So in the meantime, we, he start, we, then there was a time of I will be for my people – I will be your king. And the people said, no, we don't want that. We want to have earthly kings like everybody else. And then Samuel says, all right, now when that happens, just understand that you're now deciding to take a perfect benevolent uh, uh, dictator and who, who does everything perfectly for you, and you're going to take on a flawed, fallen, sinful human. 
And give him that job. And give him that job. Now, let me tell you what he's going to do. Whenever he needs to go to war, he's going to take your sons from you and and put them in in war. He's going to take money from you when he needs it. He's going to take land from you when he needs it. So just know what you're getting into. And the people said, that's what we want. And the same is true today. Right. And so then then we get into the the Romans 13 and and 1 Peter chapter 2 where we're told God instituted world governments – for the main reason to keep law and order because people don't know how to act. So when he says, and he gave him a sword. So he didn't give him a sword for no reason. He gave him a sword because he's going to punish you if you don't know how to act. So if you look at, at the form of worldly governments, at the heart of it, it's inherently evil. Uh, because it's mm-hmm. run, it's, it, it, and so it, 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 isn't, it, it, isn't, it isn't really a blessing. It's something that has to be done because of the evilness of the world. And, heart, and, yeah. what, and so what we've done, which is the mistake, and, and I'm talking about this, we are going to be held accountable for this for the church because we're in the church age now. We're in the age of grace and mercy. And the, the assignment given to the church, we now have said, now nah, let the government do that. We're not going to do what we were told to. So now we've turned away from the church, and instead of government just being in its proper place, hey, just keep law and order. And then let's live our lives as good citizens, unless you Free ask, as unless you ask us to blaspheme God. No, we've turned around and said, no, government is our answer to all of our problems, not God, government, and that's what I mean by it's inherently evil. Okay, I see. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for explaining that further. It just kind from a, from a biblical got my standpoint. Attention. Yes, yes. Yes. I think well, it's like very much. Mm-hmm. Thank just you, everything else. It can be used for good or evil, right? That we but, have at our disposal. But it will never be done perfectly because it's fallen, right? And uh, and so what we can't do is find our hope in government. You know what else, America? Revival's never going to come from an election. It ain't going to mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. I don't care who wins. You, you, did revival come to America when Ronald Reagan was president? No. Uh, the revival comes through the church. It doesn't mm-hmm. come from the government. And I think sometimes we think there's some spiritual connotation to government that just isn't there. Now, do we need to put people there that we think are under the authority of God as best we can find, and, and even if they're not under the authority of God, that they're not enemies right. of, of the things of God? But they're they, not enemies? They give us the freedom we need right. to worship of, and do, of, do what we need. Of course. Do. I mean, you, you, you won't want to run to God and say, well, I don't know why we ended up with this person. He's like, well, I gave you a vote. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so I'm not saying not participate. We don't. We, we have no other choice. But don't put the government in a place that biblically it never has belonged. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's go to Don in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Don, go ahead. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. It's our pleasure. Uh, just wanted to talk to you about uh, mansplaining. I first heard about this about a year ago, and uh, you know, being a guy, I figured, okay, I'm doing this. So I started to listen to the women at work and my wife. They do it, too. Mm. I mean, I'm talking to my wife. It's the way she talks to my son. I go, you're Mary explaining to him. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our version of explaining, yeah, don't we? we do. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And but, she's like, no, I'm not. And then I'm going to think about it. And she goes, well, he needs to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, remember this, Don. When you talk about. That, Lucy had to do it for Ricky. Yeah, right. You, you got some explaining to do. You got some explaining to do. If you look at, at our, our world and you look at the people who, who their ideology mainly comes from what we now call the left, you know, we come up with these phrases throughout time. When, when You know what I mean when I say that. Yeah. Well, really, what they like to do is they like to take in, a, in a, an invisible holster that none of us see, and they hold a weapon in there and they walk around with it, and it's called, I'm a victim. 
And they, there's nothing. That's the reason why you look at Whitmer right now. She is living in leftist nirvana. Mm-hmm. She is a victim of an attempted kidnap, and she can't. She's so thrilled that that has happened. And so what happens is, I, I walk out there, and if I ever think you've got me in a bind, mm-hmm. I reach into my invisible holster, and guess what? I pull out the weapon of victim. I'm a victim. I've been victimized. And so that. And when you understand that, just know. That, that there's nothing more wonderful to a leftist than to be in a position where they think they can legitimately claim to be a victim of something. They love that. Now, I was raised that you try to live your life trying not to be a victim yes. uh, or, or, or trying to do use Do whatever any, you can to get out of or, that role. Right. And one thing that I was raised, my dad, oh, my goodness, and my mom, let me tell you something, and I know this is outdated, excuses. Man, they hated excuses. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, hey, tell me you did not get the job done. Tell me you didn't get it done. Yeah, it's on you. You're right. Yeah, not external things. Stop making excuses now, about there's your... reasons sometimes, sometimes, but you don't yeah. use it yeah. as an excuse. Yeah, what, what they were talking about is examine everything before you go to the holster yeah. of victim, and, and you, there's some excuse, you know. And, uh, you know, how about there's times when, when you just need to say, uh, hey, I didn't get the job done. It's, it's mm-hmm. on me. And, and you know what else you do? You rise up out of it and say, I, you're not going to see that again. I, I'm teaching Rick. Right. To Marilyn. Happen. Ain't going to happen again. Marilyn, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, um, I was calling about, well, that was a good lesson you just gave. I, I appreciate that. I needed to hear that. Well, in fairness, God <laughs> came up with it. It wasn't mine. He, he, he actually well, wrote, he actually inspired people to write it in his book about himself. But go well, ahead. Right, but, but I like the way you explained that. Well, that's Rick Very and Bubba. Good. We can always give you a C student level of just about anything. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going back to Pence and Kamala. Or Kamala, excuse me. Let me say that right be careful marilyn um, somebody'll yeah, be a victim yeah i messed up um watching that the other night she kept um speaking to pence saying i'm not gonna sit here and be um lectured by vice president pence i thought she was the rudest person i mean she's speaking to the vice president and she's sitting there saying i'm not going to be lectured by him i mean how does she think she is well she she's a senator she's a u.s senator right. she's well aware of that position well don't forget either and the guys supposed have, to be a servant the guys have brought this up yeah boy that's, Both been, of them. that's been lost isn't it the guys have brought this up keep in mind this is the same person that when she needed to get elected and nominated, Joe Biden was a racist and had a racist past. Now that she can be the nomination for his vice presidential candidate, now that's been swept under the rug because that's just politics. So everything she does is just politics. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, out available again tomorrow. Be sure you grab that as you start your uh, weekend. And you can get Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, wherever podcasts are available. All right, so there's this weird thing that happens, and and Adler claims, and we're going to talk to him about it, that we may have run up on another one. 
it, this goes back to when you think we all have these famous quotes throughout entertainment history, but they're not what we thought they were exactly. That Luke, you are my son. Uh, there's, there's others. I forget all the others. Well, we think something was said a certain way, and we're just certain that it was. And then, really, you go back in history to find out that wasn't really how they said it. And you called it the Mandela effect? Yes. And it's called that because there's something we believed about Mandela that wasn't true? Yeah, everybody thought, like, uh, Mandela died. Everybody thought Mandela died in prison in the 80s or something like that. And so and it wasn't that it was that's not true. true. <coughs> right, right. right. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we, he didn't die in prison. I know, but he right. said that people what, used to say that. Yeah, people, everybody <laughs> used to think that for some reason. And Luke, then, and Luke people you are swear. my son. Uh, Luke, you, Luke, I am your father. Houston, your father. we have a problem. Isn't that, that one was, of them, too? Correct, correct. We got that wrong? Well, that was uh, in the movie. I believe it's Houston. We have a problem, but um, the actual like transcript or you know whatever Didn't what was actually that. said was like Houston. We have problems, or okay. you know, it's, it's it's a little bit off. Yeah. They, they embellished it for the film. So, but bu- Luke, I am your father is never said. That's the one that's in right. Star Wars. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Bubba and I, and I'm with I him. We we are almost. Of course, you'll maybe proven to be wrong. We're we're certain that Ricky Ricardo. Would say to Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Yes, mm. me too. I was convinced too. And so we were talking about mansplaining earlier in the show. Correct. Mm-hmm. And and uh, or as that, I call it, manplaining. Manplaining. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Mansplaining. And um, Bubba was like, that reminded Bubba of Lucy. You've got some explaining to do. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so Bubba was like, "Hey, can you find that? Would well, that be funny to play?" And so I start looking for Lucy. You've got some explaining to do. <laughs> it's nowhere. I'm like, "Why? This is weird. Why can't I find a clip of this being said?" It turns out it is a Mandela effect as well. He said, "All right, Lucy, explain." He said, "Lucy, start explaining." And uh, she, like he looked at her and just would say "splain," and she and in one episode she even said it back to him. She goes, "Ricky, splain," but he never said the words. Lucy, you've got some splaining to do. And I'm sitting here looking at it. Uh, and can said, you believe it is that? an urban legend. He said, "I think he did." Uh, here he I never uttered, uttered the famous phrase. <laughs> I know. Ever right? and according to this, this uh, all right, I'm gonna find it. Mandela effect. I'm going to go this far. I'm going to watch Lucy all weekend. I like knowing what it actually is, Mandela effect. I like knowing that. That's great. It goes back to this, and I'm going to say this. This is how bad this one is. So, And I cannot remember the name of the movie. I'm going to – I don't think that's the name of it. No, no. Wait a minute. I think I've got it. Uh I think I've got it. What you got? I think the name of the movie is (laughs) Fool's Rush In. Yeah. Uh (laughs) The guy that plays Chandler on Friends, what's his name? Uh, that yeah, actor, yeah, Matthew yeah, yeah. Perry. Thank nice. you. Well done. Nice. Bubba. 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 Tell you, I'm Bubba. telling you, new employee. Clutch. Spark to you. Ah, Spark. Thank you, Spark. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he was in a movie with the um, uh, Latin actress that I can't think of her name. Either. J-Lo. No. <laughs> no. Salma Hyatt. Sal- there you go, Greg. Hey, Air Tater. Uh, <laughs> is it Thelma Hyatt? Salma. Salma, Salma. Salma Hyatt. So anyway, in the movie, he's a white dude who's fallen in love with this Latin woman, and he goes to meet her family, and they take him out, you know, and get him all, you know, he tries to party and hang with her brothers and all that. Well, at one in that movie, he screams out that, Lucy, you got some explaining to do to her. Yes, yes. It's said all the time. Yeah, it's said all the time. Uh, wow. I still remember that for some reason. Mad TV had a, a big sketch with uh, that fat – the fat white guy, hilarious. What was his name? Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, no, that, that's a big list. <laughs> Chris Farley. 
Not Chris Farley. Mad TV. Mad TV. Anyways. Uh, he, how do I go- Google John that? Panetta. Mad TV fat guy? Yeah, Mad TV fat guy. <laughs> right, fat right. white guy, Mad TV. Um, he, he would do, he would he, he had a big bit on that show where, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. So hmm. everybody repeats it um, all the time in all kinds of places, in pop culture, in life. In that movie I just and said. I, William Sasso. Yes, Sasso. Never heard of no, Anthony no. Anderson? No. It's William Sasso. We found it. Or Steve. Matt Sasso. Is it Matt Sasso or Will It may be Matt Sasso. No, William's his first name. It's his first name. Oh, okay. Wow, apparently there's a lot of fat people on here because here's another I one. told you, it's a never-ending list of funny fat people. Fun, hey, You've fat worked, people are funnier. You've worked for 25 years. I would be funnier if I was fat. I would be funnier. You would. Frankly. You would. Um, like my physical humor, like falling th- oh. out of the fridge, would have been way better if I was fatter. Oh, I, one of the reasons I'm happy you become point. someone's dad, I'm hoping you can get fat. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming along. Right. Um, what, I think it, what, what I think happens is that we have this phrase that is passed along from person to person to person because everything that you need as far as the information for it to make sense is in that phrase. Like, Luke, I am your father. People say that more because Luke, that establishes Luke Skywalker, I am your father, you know, the big twist of the movie. How's he say it? And the real line is actually, the, the, the real line is actually, <laughs> no, you know it to be true. I am your father. The actual line is, no, I am a father. Say it again. No, I am your father. Okay, all right. I got it. Did I sound like, what's his name? I wish if, we had you weigh, If you weigh 250 pounds right now, I'd I wish we could have put his effect on <laughs> I love how you bury your chin in your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And so, they so it's another you, one. It gives you all of the context. But you when just you just say, st- Lucy, you've got some plain to do. We get it. You th- but you, like us, thought it really was said that way. I did. Up till a moment ago. Yes, yes. Wow. It's also not... Life is like a box of chocolates. It's not life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, because uh, he would say, Mama always said, so it's in the past tense, life was like a box of chocolates. Okay. Well, now we're nitpicking with past tense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I will, <laughs> it, and it seems like some of the famous Humphrey Bogart lines are not exactly as we say them either. But I can't remember which one. Did he say, you, do, you, you dirty rat? Did, was he that guy? No, that's James Cagney. Okay, because I, I read something about you, di- you dirty rat was never said to, but I, right. I, don't, I don't know. The All right, we got we got a Jaws quote here. They say it was never said. We're going to need a bigger boat. They never say that. No. What? Yes, they do. Yes, We're going to need a bigger boat. Do. Was never said. They, they, That's what they're saying. They might, I don't know. Might, don't get on the internet. Yeah, no, somebody this is an emailer. Email yeah. This is an email. But what I'm saying, they might have. Yeah. They, but they said that. That's basically that same thing. You're they gonna said something well, similar. You're going to need a bigger boat, is I think that, that, that maybe. You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> so is that, that the right see, those are too nitpicky to me. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. I mean, okay. you That's had. Same it, thing. I'd like to see the phrase be completely off. <laughs> not, not, not there was a word we, we, that we added or took away. <laughs> hey, does Curious George have a tail? Yes or no? No. Wow, Bobby, you are correct. Okay. Wow. Curious George don't have a tail. Take another sip. <laughs> Whose mind is it blown right now? Whoa. <laughs> Curious George. What am I going to do today? <laughs> Where did you grab that one? It was in the same list that I just oh, read. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you where you didn't grab it. You didn't grab it by the tail. Um, um, play it again, Sam. Was never Sinbad. Was, That's the one I'm thinking about. Play it again, Sam. That's Sinbad was never in a genie movie. Sinbad was never in a genie movie. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy and The Real Greg, Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all the people you just heard about, they're all here today. So we got the entire team on the field. 
Uh, we'll get to more of your phone calls coming up this hour. Welcome back for a brand new hour, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussing. Rick, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that blows yeah. your mind. I'll tell you what you find out with these things, and it's sad, mm-hmm. is that human beings' recall of things is not very reliable. It's not. No, uh, mm-hmm. you know what? We've talked about our memory before. It's uh, Again, When you're a carbon-based unit like we are, yep. you have amazing creativity ability, but your memory uh, will remember it the way you want to remember it. Correct. It's just like when we remember the glory days of our high school athletics, Rick, we remember the high points. Mm-hmm. The low points we recall, but they're, mm. it's, it's just a – it's just like a little bitty, just a little bitty thing we remember. We remember the the good parts, so that's why the phrase "the the longer it's been, the better I was" always plays in. Well, and I will tell you this: this happened. And that's to me. why computers work so well for us. They're dumb boxes that have a perfect memory when they're working right. All right, wait a minute. I'm, gosh, I'm gonna thinking: is there a chance this person will hear this? Because I, <laughs> oh, because no. I, because I didn't correct him. Greg, you're going to, it's going to own you, Greg, because this is right up your alley. So, and it, boy, what a nice guy, too. Can I, can I be clear? Sure. Super, right. super nice I'll guy. Get out in front of it. I see. Go ahead. All right. Disclaimer. So, you put a disclaimer on it. So, and, well, high school football reminded uh, me of this, but I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the show, but I played a little ball. And uh, I've heard that. So, I was at a, a deal with themanchurch.com starting uh, a place that's going to start the discipleship strategy. And I was, Fortunate enough and honored to be there to kind of kick it off and, and talk to the guys. So I'm, I'm standing around after. This is pretty recent, too. And, um, you know, we're all got our mask on and all that. At first, I thought I didn't hear it right because of that. And um, so the guy comes up, and he says, hey, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so. And I said, okay. He goes, tell you what I remember. And he had some of the details exactly right till all of a sudden, Bubba, to your point. He goes, I remember uh, – I was sent to, I was sent to take a look at you when you played high school ball. Coach Bear Bryant sent me to take a look at you. And I said, "Well, man, that's well, yeah." Thompson game. You were limping around because you had a hurt foot. I thought, "Wow, man, he really does remember this." And you know, I mean, hey, Bear done told me we ain't never going to get him. He's probably going to go to Auburn. But I said, "Well, I want, let's go have a look at him." And I'm just now. Right now, I'm starting to feel. I like, was with you during that. By the way, it looks, I heard that conversation. Well, that this one, this this one, that may this may have been different because this just happened. Mm. Okay, because I heard that original one. Yeah, yeah. Well, here comes the here comes the, the new one. Okay, back to our point. And I'm I'm starting to think. I tell you what, this is <laughs> this is this is I, I, I'm enjoying remembering this. You know, and then Greg, it happened. I told him. I said, I, I tell you, he can play fullback for us. Right. Now I want y'all to know that I've never played a down of fullback in my entire <laughs> life. So, suddenly, so so then I correct him and call out the fullback in the game saying, oh, well, y'all must have been looking at him too. No, 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 no. No, I, I came to see you. Well, was he saying that they thought they would move you to fullback? No, he thought I played fullback okay. in the game. Okay. And I um, just I was trying to yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. And and we had a good fullback, so I guess I probably looked pretty good. But I mean, yeah. it's uh, yeah, but, he but, was good. but he wasn't limp, but he wasn't limping. Uh-uh. Uh So I think he absolutely <clears throat> he remembers that he did come to see me, and I was limping <clears throat> because I had been hurt two games prior in the playoffs, which we've talked about before. Yeah. So he had that right. 
and he was at the right place. He was at the right game. I remember he had a great arm. Yeah, you and, throw it. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but then, I, but then all of a sudden, he, all mountain. of a sudden, he just moves me to the position of fullback. I have mm-hmm. a theory on the Mandela effect. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Or maybe they wanted to play me fullback at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. I doubt that because mm-hmm. I, I never played. It. I have a theory on the whole Mandela effect with famous lines, right. and I think it is because this is just a theory. I think it's because of comedians. I think a lot of famous lines in movies have been part of stand-up comedy bits. And when they do the line, they don't do it exactly like the movie. They do it in a more direct way, in a more funny way. And people in the audience plug that in the hole where the original line was in their mind. I think that's that's... And the reason I say that, you've all seen a comedian go, Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. I just gave you an example of it, yeah, in that movie. And, Mm -hmm. And so that becomes the catchphrase. Uh, it, it's like you. Ha- <laughs> Wait a minute! That's funny. <laughs> did that. That's good. That's Adler, Adler just found a picture of me when I played at Troy, and he's changed and, my position to fullback. You've That's all, good, by the way. That looks is. real. It it that looks real. You've all seen a comedian take a microphone and imitate Darth Vader, going, "Luke, you are my son." Oh, I've done it. Yeah. And so I think people once you hear that and you laugh again, comedy is a great way to get into your sub being. And I think that, that that goes and registers in our brain, and we forget what the original was because we don't care because we like when we better. heard that version, we liked it better because why? It made us happy. We got a little dopamine rush out of it, so we plugged it in the hole. Mm. That's my theory. There's I'm another one with. that we said earlier that, that everybody repeats all in on that, that never happened. Hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> oh, that's good. You're going to get an email, but that's right. good. Right. right. Sorry, that one. But, but you're right. A little that, different thing. Never have. Yeah. But but I will. The one. But I remember the first time this Mandela thing was brought to my attention. It didn't have a name yet. I, I like this one has rattled me a little bit. The Lucy, you got some explaining to do. It's rattled me a little bit. I remember how rattled I was when I was convinced that the Snow White uh, or Sleeping Beauty, whichever one it is, says mm-hmm. mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the, the fairest, fairest of them all? And it doesn't say that, right? Yeah. And I would have. But again, I think somebody was doing a comedy act one time, and they were acting like it, and they were, you know, it may have been Carol Burnett, Mirror Mirror oh, on put the on wall. Carol Burnett. Who, you know, could have been whoever, because most of those lines we're talking about, you know, you've heard it in a comedy bit at some point, and I think they have changed it, and it stuck with us. What you're saying is when it leaves this original, and then someone else in any situation, TV show, movie, stand-up right. routine, sketch show. When somebody says it another way, you you loved that moment so much, you adopt that as the original way. I think so. I, I think now, that I'm makes not sense. a psychiatrist, I make psychologist, but I that's my or, theory on it. Well, I think you are a doctor, though. Yeah, you, you are. You are. Well, the, I doctor's it, in. It, it, it's, is this Skype or you? This uh, Skype out. Uh, I don't think there's just a visual. Just no, video. no, yeah. Mirror, Ma- mirror, magic, magic mirror on yeah, the you wall. Do, you, you who now voice. is the fairest one of all? So we we say mirror mirror, mirror but yeah. it's magic mirror. Didn't know that. Mirror, mirror. So you see, you didn't know it. No Sorry, buddy. There's even songs that have mirror mirror on yeah. the wall. And see, like Humphrey Bogart mm-hmm. and, and Casablanca does tell Sam to play a certain song, but he never says play it again, Sam. Well, but that is I've standard. Heard that yeah, you mm-hmm. you've heard that quoted one hundred times. Messes with my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, and, and I think you're right, Bob. I think all of this still is under the the the, the overall heading of. We just remember things the way we want to. Yeah, I think there's a we don't we don't change history, but we certainly paint it, enhance it, and trim it, and enhance it, and get it in a in a way we want to remember. It. It's kind of like Mr. Allen. 
Like the original quote yeah, is what one thing, and then what we, says, yeah. what we do is something different. <laughs> That's not really it. It always goes back to that. The real quote is, I hope you won't be too mm-hmm. mad with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. Mm-hmm. In there, yeah, we still changed it. Don't, yeah. don't be mad with me. And that's what we. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> that's what we changed it but, to. But why did Back we change it? We've enhanced. Yeah. It. We thought it was funny. We, we enjoyed it better. It was yeah. easier to say, and it stuck with us. We didn't take the time to do it right. Don't be mad with me. Dear Nat, be mad. That guy. Don't shoot. The fact that we recorded the guy who we thought said it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way we want it. Right, right. That's it. It It's all about it. You got to follow the dopamine. He had good good acoustics in his bathroom. It was really good. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour, uh, Rick and Bubba's show. Thank you for being with us today. As soon as you are in. All right, so uh, we'll get to some of your phone calls coming up bottom of the hour. Eight six six, we be big. Wow. All right, so I know that Helmsy is. Uh, he'll be uh, out Monday and Tuesday. You, now, are you, are you able to grab a little four-day weekend? Y'all got a fall break or something at school? What, what, uh... We do. They don't go back till Wednesday. Yeah. And, and oddly yeah. enough, they start back um, full-time school on Wednesday, five days a week, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Oh, man, I hope it's going to be okay. I know. <laughs> uh, so so they're off today. They'll be off Monday and Tuesday, and then they'll go back Wednesday. So we're you, coming back late Tuesday. And, you, and we were talking to you earlier in the week uh, about that you and your family and apparently some friends – yeah, we've got a. We finally found a family that we can go on trips with, mm. and yeah, I heard still be that. friends when we get back. You know, vacations are where friendships go to die. I was going to. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Has, there, has there been a trial run? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've we've been several places. with Good. This family. Okay. Yeah. So because yeah. for a minute I thought you might be thinking it was going to go. Away. No, no, no. It's it, and I and I look. I don't want to think I can have something here. So there's seven kids involved. So our three and their four, and three of theirs are. Really good friends with with our three and similar ages. So you're going to get, and then they have a younger one who, How the young? older she gets, the the three, the older or maybe four. She's four now. The older she gets, <laughs> the easier it's becoming because you know. We got, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So, so, will she draft with Maddie at all? Or is it- oh yeah, she'll draft with Maddie and the their eight year old. All right, so mm-hmm. Gberg. You, you, you. Yeah, so we've been so you know we try to go to the mountains every wow, year. We try to go to the beach a year, but we haven't included Gatlinburg in our mountain trip Ever? in quite some time. No, we've been. It's okay. probably been. Maddie was probably two or three been, the last time we've been. been you there. said y'all had quite a group. Going. Yeah, yeah. You, have you been there enough to to kind of know what you need to do and not do? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you concerned? This Unless there's something new. Are you and then concerned with COVID, I'm not without you know because Dollywood. Who knows? I think we may punt Dollywood. We may not go uh, okay. just because of all the restrictions and hey, you got to get your tickets early and hey, it's expensive and hey, it's going to rain a good bit yeah. and so we have found something else uh, that that both families are kind of intrigued with. We may try it. Got, they got that aquarium now. 
there. It's Probably good. won't do that just because we've we've done aquariums. Here's what I'm here's what I'm concerned it's inside about. If it's raining, here's yeah. a concern, <clears throat> and I love you. We got a we're cab we're cabin living. We Ooh. got a huge cabin love with it. a bunch of stuff. Love so it. excited about that. Yeah. I would like for you to try to find a way. <laughs> you two just leave with 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 this many kids. It's, it may be difficult, <laughs> but to try to find a way for you know life to mainly be cabin life. Yeah. But with the kids, there may be some pull and demands that we want to go do this, we want to go do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell them to get out there and see if they can find a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Bring some of that wood in. Because yeah. the older kids, I'm a little concerned when you talk about G-Berg. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're talking go-karts. You remember what happened to me? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I was kicked out of a go-kart situation. <clears throat> I have to go into there, this. In Gatlinburg. Because, honestly, like, if we're being honest, there about 70% of the stuff we are going to do, Helmsy don't like to do. So what I have well, that's to, called vacation. We're well, right. And so what I have <laughs> when you have kids, that's, that's what called, I have that's to called do family vacation. <laughs> is is starting because I just stay at home if I got to do what I got. to do. <laughs> starting tomorrow uh, morning, I will just uh, I, I will be Start nothing drinking. but a, have a big huge servant's heart, and I will. Hey, oh. Greg, that's a great idea. Yeah, Probably won't happen, but yeah. it's a good idea. Well, it goes back to what um, <clears throat> what's his name uh, as the, uh, the comedian has the weird name uh, Gaffigan. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like when Gaffigan says because he has the five kids or how many he has, and he's so right about family vacations when the kids especially are young. So everything you're doing is nothing you would do if you didn't have kids. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Most everything. So what do you do? And I did this. And when he first time he did it, I did. You begin to talk to the kids the entire time, wanting them to give you the feedback that everything is wonderful well, and it's going good. Hey, right. this is great, isn't it? Hey, y'all loving this, aren't you? <laughs> it's good. Hey, man, isn't this good? Yeah. Isn't this good since we're standing here, you know, in line, you know, for fifty minutes to, to ride a, an elephant <laughs> around in a circle twice? <laughs> hey, this is awesome, right? <laughs> you know, and yeah. reassure uh, me. Yeah, reassure yeah. me. I need to know y'all are loving it, right? Yeah. And the and see, I, that's the only thing is uh, we, the pace. There will be there will be a lot of both of these families, ours and theirs. We do a lot of hiking. We do a lot of trails. Good. We do a lot of, and I don't like the cliffs, but but we'll do that. Easy cliff um, dive. Can, can I make a suggestion? And you made it to me when we went. Uh, what was it? Two couple years ago. When I planned your G Berg trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you said, all right, first Cubans. thing you do is go to Fanny Farkle's and get the corn dog. Got that's to. as long as from me to you. Fantastic. All right? That was the first thing we did. You mm-hmm. love him. Go, 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 and you watch him make it. Just sit there and get your corn dog. Yeah. Seriously, it's so, it is so long, you will hold it and it'll be above your head. It will. <laughs> It thinks <laughs> you know one of it. I'm being I mean, serious. I'm no, you're I'm not. Being, you're not being I, I, serious. Look, I'm being serious. No, I'm like, showing on the computer. Look, 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 it's it's legendary. It is. Fanny Farkles. Sure. It is. I think Why I, are you staring at it? Just, just they're good. <laughs> Sometimes I think about them. Oh. I do. It was a good point. So, I hope Ryan's listening. Please. Please. please legendary. Uh, Ryan be listening. Um, but you go mustard to catch it. Get, I love it. Don't huh? you love a corn dog woman? Yes. Do you go yeah. mustard no, or catch it? I'll, I'll go a little bit of both. Actually, <laughs> I like But I'll, I'll lean mustard. Yeah. Rick, yeah. we used to go to trade day early oh, on the mountain. I want them a little overcooked. Yeah, I want it a little crunchy. crunchy. And, they, and I like when they take that old paintbrush and they run mustard up one side, ketchup mm-hmm. up the other, and hand it to me. I am happy. Sure. I mean, I can't even hardly. Look, that's nothing but the state fair that's all that is boy man. it is God, you good. can smell them when you got on look, the, I'll, go right and, the and, I'm headed, and i'm headed right up to the hill park to look at puppies kids can play arcade <laughs> there too while you wait uh, you know uh, that's the thing is you know i know it may be legendary but we're not going six hours for a corn dog i well, mean I, but, but if we happen to be if we happen to be around there are y'all going to the cabin the whole time 
No, it's on, we, it's do, on the we main do have road. A, we do have a, a plan to cook some meals and stuff. That's why, because that. with that kind yeah. that number, yeah. I, I don't like. Look at that. I don't like us. I don't like us going to restaurants a lot without getting yeah. that number. We don't. We oh, don't. I know. I know. That's, that's a, that's a, but if you're rolling down the streets of Gburg and you exactly. see Fanny Farkle, mm-hmm. grab I, I one. Stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, grab one. Because yeah, they do have an arcade. Picture of it. They do yes. have an arcade in there, so the kids can be playing. Like if it's raining or something, go in, get your corn dog. That means you're eating is good. One of the things I'm concerned about, and I'm always concerned about this, and it's never let me down up to this point, so it probably will this time, um, is we always order our groceries online Watch and pick out. them up at Why? a certain time. Ever done this? It's, yeah, we've done it going to the beach, and we do it all the time around here. And so, but we've got, you know, I mean, we got a certain time tomorrow within an hour. Can I ask you who you ordered from? Yeah, Walmart. And and, and where, that's always been success. Where, where Walmart's located? Sevierville, Tennessee. Okay, so I know where y'all go with. whole milk or two percent. Uh, great I question. I do Fair Life. I don't. I can't do anything. I know my lactose oh, issues. My oh, Lord. Lord. never mind. They're, but I mean, they'll they'll go whole milk. Give the kids little... go whole milk. Well, y'all do the thing. No, we do have a gluten free person on the trip. A God, kid. Y'all got a lot of handles. A, a kid. So we plan. <laughs> we plan. We have to plan appropriate for that, which is fine. It's not a big deal. We look again like an OSHA handbook. This you're is some of out our out. best friends, and right. we know Just all go. these things. It's not like we're. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, one person will ride with us <laughs> on the way. Probably one of ours will ride with them on the way. That yeah. kind of thing. It's got to be at, le- at least one peanut allergy. At least one. No, yeah. no peanut wow, allergies. We just got one that's gluten free. Hey, and when your kids ride with somebody else, they tell them a lot of family business. You wish I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again, this family knows most of our <laughs> family business. And you want to get the, you want to get the kid out of your car and their car that you really don't want to ride with anyone. Anyway. <laughs> you know, so that you know yeah. that way. And you, exactly. you know, you try, y'all are planting seeds that I didn't have in my mind. <laughs> Thank y'all. But you, you wish he was a better driver. But uh, right. you wish you don't like riding in their car. No, he's yeah. pretty responsible. I'll tell you this: probably riding, more responsible than I. Am. Are y'all going well, to try to? They feel that way. Probably. <laughs> are you, you, you going to try to? That's the thing. You probably ought to interview them. <laughs> Do you? Are y'all? Y'all not going to try to keep up with each other the whole way, are you? No, I, oh, we're on completely two different schedules yeah. going down. Because yeah, sometimes I don't oh, like people's pace. Good, yeah. I don't like people's pace sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to leave. Of course, we got to drop the dog off in Gadsden. Hey, that's fun. Oh, wow. Hey, talk, I can tell you all about breakfast, too. There's a ton of breakfast oh. places. Can you? But you know what I want to do? I want to <laughs> hey, I want to get up in that in that cabin. I want to be looking out over the mountains. That's what I, I go. And I want to make scrambled eggs and biscuits right there in the kitchen. Cup of coffee and look at that. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. All right, so uh, college football this weekend, the Hurricane Delta moving some things around a little bit. Uh, we do have good news that there will be no sounding of the siren for Beth Mowens on this particular Friday because Hurricane Delta has has uh, taken her out of this weekend. Now, mm-hmm. not, not her personally, that she hasn't been attacked by Delta. Well, there's but, a silver lining. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they, her, she had a game that she was supposed to call with a Chanticleer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Coastal boy. Carolina. Yeah. Set it down to the sidelines of Rocky. Uh, so, but she's not. They've moved it like the what the next Wednesday. Yeah, which is oh, awesome. that's a good. Day yeah, I mean, you talking about ball games all over the road. We got them. You know, I saw one of the NFL games was going to be on Tuesday yeah. night. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Wow, we'll turn into a midweeker. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Here's oh, Mama calling from a oh. Wednesday night. Bubba thought he was going to get out Carolina. of there. Yeah. Yeah. Coastal oh. Carolina. Greg, that would have been a mistake. <laughs> Greg, I've point. got Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, Chanticleer. You got him. It's <laughs> a rooster. It's a cock. It's Gamecock. Speaking of that. Chanticleer. Uh, Carolina. Did you see that uh, – that Trump is saying he's ready to get back out on the campaign trail. Are oh, you talking about Trump? <laughs> Roll Trump. I'm trying Let's to see what, what he give it six days. Well, yeah. where's he, well he he said he he wants to do an event in Florida on Saturday night, uh, and then the next night somewhere else. I mean, he's. Uh, <laughs> well, you, did you see what he said? He instead of it making him sicker, he actually feels like he's gained powers from having <laughs> the COVID. Did no, I did. I'm not seeing much. I'm saying that he felt better. Than he has in 20 years. Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Not only, I mean, it added years to his life instead <laughs> of taking him away. Wow. Well, all right. So, the, the, <laughs> all right, is he Chuck so, Norris? So Adler. This is this is good. So we're talking about the whole thing with Trump. He says he's going back out there. You know, uh, now they're not going to debate because he says he's not going to do virtual and all this. So we've been talking about how long that Joe Biden has been in the government forty seven years. Right. Okay, and and now he's going to make the changes that he hasn't been able to make in forty seven years. So the Babylon Bee could not miss this. Did you see what they put out for perspective on how long Joe Biden? Yeah, has, has, has oh, been? this is funny, and I mean this this really hits home. So they 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 put out on Babylon B. I think it was yesterday. Uh, this is what uh, Caitlyn Jenner and Betty White looked like oh, when, when when Joe Biden <laughs> when he went in office when he, went, when he wow. started serving the public. I don't know which one's more shocking. Yeah. Well, you know, the, let's face it, guys. If somebody had walked to, up, up to us mm-hmm. and, and the world's greatest athlete, Bruce Jenner, which I call him Bruce, but Bruce Jenner, and somebody said, now I'm going to tell you, Greg, you're not going to believe what's going to happen. Yeah, you see. What, what things it, are going to get weird in America in, in I mean, 2020. world's greatest athlete, Rick. Male athlete. Look at him. If you're, I mean, he's if, a horse if there, you're looking at us on YouTube right now, you can find it on Babylon B too. They put when Joe Biden first got elected to Senate, this is what Betty White and Caitlyn Jenner look like. And you need to go see it to wow. give you perspective how long this man has been allowed to wall around in that mess in D.C. <laughs> and do what? Don't you think if I'm about to become president. Can you tell you, let me ask, no, I want y'all to think about this. Honestly, this is an honest statement. It doesn't matter you how you what? feel. We deserve what we get. You're yeah, right. right. 100%. Good luck, America. And don't be shocked. Choose by, by the way, don't be shocked if we don't choose this for ourselves. Don't <laughs> yeah, be shocked if I that happens. I but is – don't is it even possible, guys? Is it even possible to to go do anything for forty seven years? Stay with me, and that be deemed successful if you have zero legacy, none. What Rick, what, I, is, what is the I, legacy I can't even of Joe compare. Biden? I mean, I'm older than forty seven, but I I really haven't done anything for that long other than breathe. What if you were a football? <laughs> what if you were a football coach for forty seven years at the exact same team? And and somebody says, well, t- tell us about the, the so so what about what about Coach Burgess's legacy when he coached forty seven years, and they're like, ah oh, well, and they're like, so any championships? Uh, I don't. I mean, we were. I, I don't. It, can you do the same thing for forty seven years and not be somebody say, well, I tell you why you're success. They were successful. This right here. Ask somebody, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just don't know. Ask somebody who who is like, man, I've got my my Biden Harris bumper sticker or my sign ready to go. If we ask the question, tell me, tell me what Joe Biden did for this country in the 47 years he was there. Pull out the things that you well, think. He stopped Judge Bork from being on the Supreme Court. 
Mm-hmm. We got that. Well, and, and you can you can look back to the debate. That was a perfect opportunity for Kamala the other night to run that laundry list of things that he's done in those 47 years because that is one of the things that everybody talks about. Hey, 48, that's when we're going to get it. If you're so special and you've really taken advantage of that 47, there ought to be a list out there, and I would be talking about that, but you don't hear it. There's right. not a list out now there. Now let's do this. So let's try to be fair because that's hard, but now let's try to be fair. In the 47 years, and I can't recall all of them off the top of my head, so it's going to be very, very general, our country has gone through historic things. Yes. Has oh, yeah. anybody said, fill in the blank, on oh, now on this historic event, Joe Biden led the way? <laughs> yeah. When, when this happened to us during the Cold War, I gotta, I, hey, 9-11, uh, uh, this, 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 all these different things that went on. As a matter of fact, because he's a Democrat, of all things that we're discussing right now, and this has been brought up by Kamala Harris, until she became his nominee. (laughs) If you look at the history of our country from a racial standpoint during this 47 years, you don't find Joe Biden on the right side of it. No, you do not. Mm. Now, he's going to say he's changed, but nobody else is allowed to change. Now, everybody else, that's who they are for the rest of their lives, no matter what happens. Right. Um, (laughs) but, But Joe Biden, no. He gets forgiven. Not basement Joe. And maybe Joe did change, but we can't say Joe can change, but no one else has. Everybody else is defined. If you're my opponent, then you're defined by your history forever. No matter when it was. Right. But the Democrats have only been able to give themselves a pass for their racial history, but they won't give anybody else that. That's right. They can change, but nobody else can. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I tried to Google what you just said, Rick, and actually it came back with the 10 worst mistakes in his political history. You don't find a whole lot of positive stuff. 47 years. And and look, you're getting seven years. Hey, Democrats right now are getting a lot of opportunity to discuss these things. Get the I would think you would want to put these things out there. Well, you know why they're not there. And you know what? And if if you if you look at on the other side to this. Trump has made some missteps, but most of it is because he's not a polished politician. He's just a gun-shooting, from-the-hip business guy that come in. And he, I think he's had a lot of accomplishments his first year. Right. But you know what I would say? Let's say I'm a campaign manager for this candidate. You know what I should be able to say? Guys, this is going to be a slam dunk. Why? Well, one thing's going to be easy. Our guy's been here for 47 years, so we can point to all the things that – that he's been part of or that he's done, or she, if it was a male yeah. or female. Hey, we got a 47-year track record, baby, and we're going to mm-hmm. present that to the American people. But they don't. Hey, it's, it's like when Obama ran for his second term. He never mentions Obamacare. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kamala, instead of telling some story that you even messed up about Abraham Lincoln, yeah, go through the 47 that. years that Joe was there. Tell a good heartwarming story about him. Yeah. You know why you can't do that? Because the story's not there. You won't mm-hmm. find it. If I if I'm if I'm running alongside somebody legs. who's been, somebody <laughs> somebody's been doing something for 47 years, I would be able to sit down and say, y'all probably don't have enough time for me to talk about right. everything this person's done for our country because we've got a track record of 47. Just give years. us give us mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Thank and, you. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the top five. Three. And then you try mm-hmm. to be sharp with Abraham Lincoln. You don't even get it right. <laughs> Let me tell gracious. you a little story mm-hmm. about Abraham Lincoln. Of course, trying to be sharp. Of course, she was wrong. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, some of the stuff he's on the wrong side of is unbelievable. I, well, but he's been forgiven. Y'all, he had to drop out of the 1988 presidential race for plagiarism. Yeah. Let's not forget that. That, that. that was brought up. Of course, nobody. Yeah. yeah. We act like it wasn't. Well, their, their plan for COVID-19 is still being plagiarized. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
they are the most reactive bunch I've ever seen. There is no proactive. They'll mon- they'll Monday afternoon quarterback you to death. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, good. We're going to try to hire you for our company. We're say we're say America's a company. Yeah, thank you. Do you have a resume? I do. How, how, uh, you got anything you can show us? Forty-seven years. I have. I have yeah, a, you ought to. You ought to, have, I, I, you ought to be I, like I, a decorated yeah. veteran. I have. A, I have years, a forty-seven yeah. year resume here. If you'd like to have a look at it. Yeah. Does anybody ever bring up his resume ever? Yeah. Rick, he. Th- this is. I think one of the more bizarre parts of this whole thing. And boy, you got to. You got to go a long way to find bizarre. Divide. Define bizarre in twenty twenty. But he's just saying now. If you want, I will tell you my feelings on the court after I'm elected. Yeah. He's not going to tell you if he wants to pack the court. He's not going to tell you who he wants to put on it. I think Trump putting out, and this is this is beyond Trump, and I've said this before. I think the fact that he has put out a list of people he's going to choose from to nominate to the court is one of the most uh, forward-thinking. forward-thinking, and I hope that all candidates do that in the future. I think that's great. The American great people should know that before yeah. the yeah. they consider you. But why wouldn't Joe tell you who he would consider to be on the court unless it's people who are going to be highly offensive and cost him votes? Probably the same reason Kamala Harris wouldn't answer, nor would he. Are y'all going to pack the court if oh, you they get a will, They will not address that issue at all, and they use some lame excuse. Well, that'd be on the headlines. Well, yeah. If I answer, well, yeah, because you haven't answered it. Yeah, pretty big and deal. And that's a big deal. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They'll know my opinion of court packing when the election is over. Now look, I know it's a great question, y'all, and I don't blame you for asking. But you know, the moment I answer that question, the headline in every one of your papers will be about that. It's a major issue in this election. That's the dumbest answer I've heard in a long time. Somebody help me with that. What am I missing And you'll know my answer after I'm elected. Well, that's going to be, of course, remember, this is the same party that says we'll know what Obamacare. Obamacare so we'll know what's in it. Yeah, pass it so we can know what's in it. Yeah. Same party. He thought that was a good point. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Because that's a big subject and everybody wants to know. Yeah, it it became a big subject just recently. I don't know how to tell you guys. We're vetting out uh, people that are going to be the president, so we'd like to know everything about you before we elect you. Mm -hmm. It's not an unreasonable question. And it will become a headline because, as Greg said and Bubba said, people want to know. Well, now now that you've avoided answering it, it is going to be a big story. Dale's in Gunnersville. Dale, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, going back a couple of segments, the uh, movie thing. I was just told recently that the quote, I'll be your Huckleberry yes. from Tombstone. Yes. A casket handle is called a Huckle, and he says, I'll be your Hucklebearer. But nobody wants to, everybody's hung on Huckleberry. Bearer instead of Barry. Yeah, Hucklebearer. I'll be your Hucklebearer. Okay, yeah, it makes, more sense. It makes more sense. Yeah. yeah, it does. I've never heard that one before. Um, I know about the Huckleberry, but it, that does make that more makes sense. Makes more sense. It does make more sense. Well, I don't know. I hope Brian Gunn didn't hear that. <laughs> it's one of his favorite quotes. <laughs> um, oh, I see it all the time. To Patrick, Union City, Tennessee. Patrick, go ahead. Thirty seconds. All right, fellas. Hey, for uh, for him, set it up to the the lovely you know tourist trap of Gatlinburg. You got to get on YouTube, type in dry bar comedy. Those are the Mormons who bring in great comedians so you know it's clean. 
Look up Josh Sneed and Gatlinburg. Be the, one of the funniest things that you'll see, and we watch it every time we go up so that we know how to uh, people watch and picture take and uh, see who can you know get the most exotic photo that they can. Are you telling me that I'm to tell Hamsey to go to <laughs> Gatlinburg and watch a Mormon comedian? No, no, don't watch the Mormon comedian. No, he's not Mormon by any means. Okay. You can find him on Drive Bar Comedy, uh, which is the Mormon comedy show, and uh, and it is it is downright hilarious. They bring in all the good comics. They just clean it up for the Mormons. Okay. So you're saying they own the okay. the play the right, venue? Okay. okay, I got you. Okay, I is that you. what he's saying? They own the venue? Yeah. They, so they're your your comedian has come through a Mormon filter, right? Uh, so you don't you don't have to worry about any yuck and dirty, but he's still very funny. I, that's how I took it. At some kind of dry bones or something. Dry bar, that was it. Well, I didn't know what it was. Hmm. Nate in Oklahoma. The seating. Oh, the seat. Oklahoma. Nate, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, I heard uh, that that wasn't even Kamala Harris Wednesday at the vice presidential debate. I heard it was a Hillary Clinton in blackface. Do you hear anything about that? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's awful. That is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah. Let's go to Mac in Monroeville. Mac, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, listen, uh, Bill Bubba Bussy will like this one. Second only to the Flat Earth fans out there. Baron Stain Bears, Baron Stein Bears on the Mac De- uh, Mandela. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've heard that yeah. one before. And in my mind, you know, I, I didn't watch that show, so I, I, that one didn't affect me, but it really messed some people up. Uh, that uh, that we all had been saying it the wrong way, and that actually they say it differently in the actual song, mm. right? I remember that. One. You know, it just it really scares you how many things we have wrong. You know, I blame the comedians. I'm not sure. When we think about the things we get right and the things we get wrong, if we were coaches, we'd all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Jordan, Fort Walton Beach. Jordan, go ahead. Hey, hey, this is Jordan, Fort Walton Beach. Hey, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Jordan. Jordan from Fort Walton Beach. Right, hey, go Jordan. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, there's a movie hey. on Netflix called uh, The Mandela Effect, mm-hmm. and it's about a man who thinks he's going crazy because he's seeing things like Looney Tunes spelled T-U-N-E and sometimes it's spelled T-O-N-E-S and Curious George, Tail and No Tail, and come to find out later on in the movie, he's slipping between two different worlds, and at first he thought he was going crazy until he figures it out, but it's got a really good ending. It's called the Mandela Effect on uh, Netflix. On Netflix, okay, okay, there it is. Oh, look at that right there. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. Uh, I, uh, uh, so which, what, one, which one's which right? Which one's right? I would think the first one would be right on the on the well, left. The, and it's right that one. one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're cartoons. How can that be right? What, what <laughs> teams do they play? <laughs> okay. Uh, to uh, Patty in Tennessee. Patty, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Uh, hi, first time caller. Hey, thank you so uh, much for calling. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, I want y'all to sing happy anniversary to my husband. I've been married for 25 years, and um, I promise I won't let him bug you anymore after this. His name is Romeo. You're married to Romeo? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am married to Romeo. Romeo, Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. 
I thought we sang because Romeo's been trying to get that song for about a he month. He has. Has you really? It's mm-hmm. already come back around. It's their, it's their second anniversary since he first asked. <laughs> really? Well, he goes by different names. I so know. I, he, it is. It is. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. don't know. Look, Ryan's not bothering us. No, man. <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> welcome to Ricky Bubba. Yeah, he won the talent show in Nashville. No, right? I've never forgotten that. Uh, I probably don't remember the song. Say, I'll get it wrong. For you this morning. What's that, Daniel? I got a couple questions for y'all this morning. Number one, I got a buddy coming down to Birmingham for a wedding. For what? A good gym to go to. For what? A wedding. Okay, wedding. Okay. A wedding. He wants a good gym to go to, so I told him I'd ask y'all. Number two, since she works in a man's world, I wonder what Beth Moen thinks about mansplaining. Ooh. Well, I sent it down to Rocky for a mansplaining. <laughs> Bubba, tell him where to go work out. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba, you know, Bubba can you I'm give probably good... not your guy for the gym. Now, if you're looking for somewhere to eat, I can help you out. That's right. <laughs> it's mansplaining. Well, you know, I'm a lady. I'm in here with a guy, so I can hang with a guy. Take it. Sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, color commentator. Don't talk down to mama. I don't need a mansplaining of what just happened on that tackler. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, I don't know because I know where I go, you can't just walk up and go. So right. I don't, um, I don't know. We've got a, uh, I don't know about your walk-in gyms. I don't know. <laughs> How about that? Mm, test. Who is that? Baby brother. Know. Baby brother. Uh, so I don't know. We we have yeah, a Planet yeah. Fitness right here beside us. Yeah, they've got different locations. I think mm-hmm. you might be able to do something there. Yeah. I don't know though. How many, how many, I don't know if you have to be a guest with some from the, someone. If you're just going to kind of membership. If you're you just going to walk in like a walk up, you pretty much have to depend on your hotel for that, don't you? I Probably. mean, you can't just walk into a gym that has memberships, right, and say I'd yeah. like to work out today. I don't know enough. I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Bubba, you can, tell where the mas- you can tell them where the massage chair is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We tell you where a good buffet is. Uh, Trey in Birmingham, one zero four seven. Your legs, I like it. Oh, WCZK, right. go ahead, Trey. Won't let you go. Hey, do y'all, do y'all remember when uh, Mel De- Mandela's funeral when they had that interpreter? Yep. Oh yeah. Line? Y'all have to check out that go- that Michigan governor, her interpreter. Man. Oh, we she saw her. We did. Like a psycho. She, y'all she, saw she, yeah, she's got did. kind of a witch look to her. Yeah. Yeah. Now the one at Mandela's actually wasn't doing sign language. All right. Yeah. yeah he, he was, was just, a fake. He was just doing. Yeah. Which is still one of the best. How, how do we get a fake interpreter <laughs> at Mandela's funeral? Rick, that's the ultimate. And Rick, we we got several emails about that uh, dry bar place that uh, they were saying Hams ought to go to. Said it's a great room to see comedians. Said. They got special seating for you and your three wives. <laughs> oh my goodness. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, we're all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Rock and Mike number two. For nearly 27 years, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, thank you. What an honor and privilege it is to be here, as you said, almost 27 years. Incredible. And also, speaking of honors and privilege, we're uh, glad to have joining us Gary Palmer, who is a longtime friend and also congressman for the 6th District of Alabama. A lot going on in D.C. Congressman, welcome to the show. 
I'm glad to be on with you guys. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, we'll work through some topics. Uh, we're getting a lot of calls and emails, and we were going to wait. Till we, I know we have other things to discuss, and we'll get those in. Uh, but this uh, the, the Pelosi now today suggesting she's going to go with the 25th Amendment and the president is unfit to be president because he has COVID-19. And can you walk that out? What in the world is this, Gary? Well, the amendment only applies in the event that the president's been incapacitated. And if anyone's been paying attention lately, he's anything but incapacitated. That's just a shame that we can't apply that to the Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there a procedure for impeaching the Speaker of the House? <laughs> that, that that we need to know. Is there anything, Gary? How yeah. do we get her out of there? Yeah, that's, so so this is just you guys got to do that, don't you? Yeah, this is going nowhere. I mean, I mean, this is just more noise being made. Is that it? Did we lose Gary? Gary, we did. Congress. I thought I thought it just my mic wasn't working. For no, no, can I tell you what I thought? I thought that Gary was saying, <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. What's the next topic? <laughs> I honestly did. I, I thought. I, I got him. I know it. He he went against I Pelosi. Got Nancy got him. He talked about the 25th Amendment. Yep. And the minute, the minute he said yep. that might apply to her, not the president, that mm. was, then that was all we heard. But she is That's scary. She, she is. Tri- I guess our I guess our feed on YouTube's got weird now too. It usually does, doesn't it? I, you know what? I, I I never want to believe these conspiracy theories until I you know keep looking around and it looks like there may be something to it. I know. And uh, you know what happens next? Because he wasn't far from the studio, and we're not having anybody in the studio right now. Uh, we could have him stand outside the windows and yeah. and, and, and hold the wire. And I mic. hated to tell him we couldn't have anybody in, but it you know if we break that protocol, we're gonna have to break it with everybody, and that that wouldn't go good. You talking about the protocol domino effect? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> he's explained it. She's trying to now again when you he's calling you another line, speeding on eleven. Um, if you um, uh, if, if if you look at what's going on. With uh, with the response of even most of the Americans when it comes to COVID nineteen, I don't think you can drop down the standard of the twenty fifth amendment on really anybody who has it unless they start showing signs that they need, Y'all, need to be this hospitalized. Is, this is just, but anyway, so we lost you there again. I don't see. It seems to me a very risky thing for her to be doing this close to an election with a president who obviously is fine. He's he's talking about doing a campaign event in Florida on Saturday night. So, Gary, we lost you there, but obviously, and then we'll move <laughs> on. She obviously knows, right, if she has, you know, if she's coherent herself and has her faculties, which I know that could be debated, but she knows he doesn't meet the standard for this, right? Oh, yeah, she knows that. I mean, this is, uh, she's just obsessed with, with him and, uh, you know, Here's the the deal. If if he were to be removed, say, in the next week or two, and Mike Pence becomes president, then I don't know that there would be time to confirm someone else to be vice president uh, before the next inauguration. I I don't think they would allow that to happen. And um, she thinks that if the election is, is undecided by the time we have inauguration, that she will become president. So now, that you think that's at the bottom you know, of all there's this? There's only one thing more frightening than her becoming president, and that is Kamala Harris becoming president. Yeah, 
Yeah, we. Well, I think both of those options are unacceptable, yep, Gary. But, but thank you. This this close to Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was a good one. <laughs> kind of scary. Mm. So, where's the bowl of candy at? So now let's get, let's get into that election. So this comes to the letter that you just wrote to the the postmasters out there. There's the big push for the mail-in vote, and of course they want the American. Uh, citizens to not know the difference between an absentee vote yeah, there's and a, a mail-in vote. There's a definite vote. effort right. to confuse the two. So, and, yeah. Gary, there's some states that have already been doing mail-in voting, and they seem to have a handle on it. <coughs> but well, to, what, I'm choked up thinking about mean? it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah. it just what seems like mean? it's too close to an election to try to change that system. Yeah. Well, what concerns me is – the fact that there are states that are saying that we're going to extend the election date out uh, 10 days so that we, in case ballots come in late. And I think that should be challenged in court, frankly. But what I did was because some states are putting uh, prepaid postage on the, on the uh, return envelopes, and most post offices do not postmark prepaid postage, mm-hmm. is to require that every post office in America put a legible postmark date on all mail-in ballots, whether they're absentee or, or yeah. just mail-in ballots. That way there'll be no dispute about when the ballot came in. If we don't do that, you're going to have people showing up with suitcases full of ballots claiming that, oh, we found these in a the back room of the post office. Right. No, you didn't. You're stealing the election. So uh, uh, I've, I've put that letter together. Jamie Comer, the ranking member on oversight of Jody Heiss, the ranking member on the Government Operations Subcommittee, the three of us signed that and sent it to Postmaster General DeJoy a couple of days ago. And and, and I also told him that he needed additional funds. We appropriated $10 billion in the CARES Act for the post office. So the money's there to do this, and uh, I think they should do it. Congressman, um, educate us, I guess, on the broader picture of this. Uh, in the House, every single seat turns over this election, right? Right. So, years. so um, when the Congress comes back together after this election, the first thing you do is elect a new speaker, correct? Correct. And if the Republicans were to take the House, obviously you would vote in a Republican. Uh, if the Democrats hold the House, would Nancy be the speaker again, or did she not make a deal this last time, put me in one more time, and I will not run for it? I know of no deal made by Pelosi. Okay. She will hold on to power as long as she draws breath. And uh, and guys, I, I I forget how many states you're in, but a lot of these elections for the control of the House will be decided in the areas that people listen to you. And it's just a matter of them getting out to vote. Uh, I did a, an interview that was on TVN urging Christians to get out and vote. Uh, this is there won't be a do over. If, if this thing falls apart. And I think, I think we, can, uh, we can win this. There's been an economic impact analysis uh, comparing the Biden plan with the Trump agenda in, in the five battleground states, Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And people need to understand that over the next 10 years, uh, it's going to cost them somewhere between thirty-five dollars and $45,000 a year, depending on where you live. That's in those five states. Uh, the other... 45 states are not going to be immune from this. This this will tank the economy. So we just need to get people out and uh, get them educated about this and and uh, 
and and really try to get our country functioning the way it should. Uh, and one other point I want to make, guys, if, if it's okay. Sure. Hey, how about this, Gary? Do this. Can can you hold on? Let's come back and do a, a next segment because I don't want if you're going to walk out these yeah, things. Yeah, we don't want to be rushed. And there's things we need to walk out. If you could just wait for the next commercial break, that way you'll have plenty of time to walk it out. I don't want you to be rushed right to the break. Okay. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so hang on. So Congressman Gary Palmer is um, our guest today and uh, gracious enough to give us some time. He's got a lot going on. So we talked about the 25th Amendment, which is asinine. Uh, we've talked about the letter that Congressman Palmer has written. And, and that's important because that's going to be a legal document, yeah. and it needs to have that postmark so that we know exactly when it came So through. nobody can play games right. with mail-in votes. Right. And we're talking about the taxes and the economy and these choices we face coming up in November when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 21 minutes past the hour. We're back. We are discussing um, some of the issues that, I mean, we're getting close to Election Day, guys. Really, really close to Election Day. Now deep in the heart of the uh, Congressman Gary Palmer out of the great state of Alabama, our home state, is with us uh, and has been uh, a friend and has been uh, on the show several times and back today. So we discuss the 25th Amendment. Um, um, who knows what this maniacal move is that Pelosi has. We've discussed it. The letter that you sent, uh, uh, Congressman, to uh, the Postmasters talking about that we need to be sure there is a post date on uh, these mail-in votes, so there's no games that can be played with that. And then you mentioned, as we're going into the break, that um, people need to understand that if the uh, the Democrats get this election and, and grab power everywhere they can, it will impact your pocketbook, and, it, and in your opinion, it will have a devastating effect on the economy, which um, you know is trying to climb its way out of a pandemic. Yeah. Art Laffer... So economics group um, did a study and compared the Biden agenda with the, the Trump agenda for uh, Florida, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. And if you're living in Ohio uh, over the next 10 years, it, it's going to be about a $12,000 tax on every individual, about a $50,000 tax over a 10-year period on every household of four. That that will have a devastating impact. And uh and you can, I know they did those five states, but it will really translate to all 50 states, uh, the things that they want to do. And it's everything from their $4 trillion tax increase to the Green New Deal to uh, to ending uh, fracking and basically destroying our, our energy industry. But the thing that, that really gets me is they keep saying that uh, they're going to provide Medicare for all oh, yeah. and that Republicans want to take away your health care and they want to. They won't cover pre-existing conditions, and that's a lie. Uh, we passed a bill in May of 2017 that included an amendment that covered pre-existing conditions for everybody, uh, and it lowered premiums for everybody else in every age category and would have increased the number of people with insurance by almost $2 million. That passed the House. The Republican majority passed that. It went to the Senate, and Kamala Harris voted against it. And that's just something that, that people need to know, that that we had something that would cover everybody with a pre-existing condition, 
and we're still pushing that. We've got another bill called the Fair Care Act that that has that provision in it. And the other thing they need to know is if you had Medicare for all, somewhere between 165 and 180 million people would lose their private health insurance. That's the kind of uh, things that uh, that drive me crazy about this election is, is them getting on the mainstream media and lying through the teeth and nobody calls them out on it. Do you think part of the Herc voting against that, I mean, and, and I'm trying to be fair, but I'm, I'm I, if I look down and see things, the facts of something, I, I guess I can only come to so many conclusions. Do you think it really has gotten so partisan that, that, that she saw that and those that think like her and said, no, that's something we always want to hold over the American people's head, so I'm going to vote against it because we'll lose the ability to use it politically. That's what, well, it, that's what it feels it was, like. It was part it was part that, but we also cut funding for Planned Parenthood. Okay. And and they have a religion. She said they're people of faith. Yeah, they have faith in abortion. That is their that is the, the, the red line that they draw in the sand is that if you do anything that reduces the number of abortions, they're against it. That was also in that bill. But they but Rick, you're absolutely right. They're holding uh the pre existing conditions over our head. Uh, when everybody needs to understand that, that the plan that we have is far better than anything that they'll offer you. Mm. Well, Congressman, there's just so many issues here. We've we've had the uh, Ratcliffe uh, things that have been de- uh, you know declassified. We, we're getting zero coverage on that. That that to me looks like it is a bigger mess than Watergate ever thought about being, and and there's absolutely zero coverage in the main media about it. Bubba, I was involved in some of those investigations, had access to classified information that we can't talk about. But I've told people when when everything comes out, this is going to be one of the darkest. Uh, periods in, in the, the history of, of law enforcement in the United States and our, our FBI and our intelligence communities. And uh, how can, let me ask you this. Uh, I, I just, and I'm not the only one. I, I don't see how people like Brennan and Clapper and, and Comey can be out walking around. I, I don't know why they haven't been charged with something. Well, if, if Biden and Harris win, they will never be charged with anything. Yeah, I understand. Uh, and uh, it for this to to finally get out and and us to have the due process and and this is the thing that drives people crazy. I think you have to to make sure that you have an absolute solid case that there's no way uh, that they they could walk, and that takes time to build that case. But uh, like I say, I can't talk about. Uh, what's out there but when it comes out uh it, it it's really going to be um a sad day for the country that said though that's when you have the opportunity to get things right so that this never happens again gary let me ask you too mail-in voting big topic uh, back to that for a minute i've had several emails people wanting to know what would prevent somebody from mailing in a vote either in a normal mail-in or in a uh, absentee situation, then going to the poll and showing up and voting again? Well, when they compare the uh, votes that come in to what's on the voter registration rolls, uh, they would realize that. And you had, I don't know what all the issues were in, in back in June with the mail-in votes in New York, but 
just in New York City, there were like 401,000 mail-in ballots. 84,000 of those were disqualified. That's Mm -hmm. one of every five. That's part of what worried me about this is that if you don't have a legible postmark with a date, I was concerned that if I didn't be specific that it has to be legible. So if it got smeared or smudged, they'd have to run it through the machine again. So there's no question that 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 came in before election. I'm also concerned that if we don't have enough volunteers out there doing poll watching, that when they see who somebody's voted for, they'll throw it in the trash. So, but yeah, there's all kind of we get place. Yeah, we have and your your deal would solve this too. We've got an Ohio Secretary of State now wants to allow ballot drop boxes where where you just have a box out there and people come in and drop their ballot into it. Well, they'd still have to be postmarked. They'd that's still what I'm saying. You, the post office. That's what I was saying. You would solve that problem with your letter, no matter what they try, if everybody would just do that. Yeah. Well, that'll be part of the problem. But, but Rick, <laughs> you you know <laughs> what's going on right now. There'll be people walk into places with, with ballots oh, and yeah. try to get them in, and they'll go to court. They've hired thousands of lawyers. Yep. And, and the whole thing is they want to have this election in dispute. And and I think you can see that loud and clear. And so we have to try to get behind anything we can do that will minimize the ability to do that. Congressman Gary Palmer, thanks, thanks you. Uh, thanks for checking in with us. Thanks, thanks for your efforts in all this. And uh, thanks, thanks for being, being a friend of the show. We'll be right back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. People, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl taking your phone calls. We'll talk about whatever's on your mind. Uh, 30 seconds of pop, largest number of people, shortest amount of time, and you can roll through those now. Uh, as you're lining them up, cookie, uh, cookie, cookie, cookie. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes cookie. Cooks, pest control. Cooks, pest control, and Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termite protection. Fall is here. You don't want to live with pests, termites, and other bugs and do what we do. Just contact Cooks, pest control today. For a free quote or a free inspection, uh, let's be honest, none of us wants uninvited visitors this fall and winter into our home or our business. So put them to work for you. They can evaluate the situation, tell you what they would do. Uh, then they, of course, uh, you know, can say, here's how what we do, here's what it would cost, here's how we do things, here's our monthly, and you decide if you want to use them or not. But we love them, and we think you will use them. So get your evaluation today with no obligation at cookspest.com. Uh, and also rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, you had one question before we go to the phones. Well, you know, I have a question because uh, we all know we're, we're, you know, still wearing masks, okay? But I see people who are wearing these face shields now. Mm-hmm. So if you have a face shield on, you don't have to wear a mask? Isn't it the same thing? Yeah. Doesn't it just serve the same purpose? Well, I, that's what I'm asking. Just follow yeah, up. the answer because to your I've question seen, is yes. I've seen some with both on, and I thought, do you have to do both? I haven't seen that's, both. That's, that's that seems timing. overkill. Yeah, I haven't. But I haven't I, seen. I, the I understand both. what I'm you're saying. Going on. I do I meet the requirement of the face mask on the door as I'm walking into your place if I have the shield on? Because because basically the face mask is not protecting you; it's protecting everybody else. That's the whole concept. I'm not launching stuff into the air when I sneeze or cough or talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Right. I mean, I just want to be sure. So all these different have, – have any of y'all tried any of the face shields, how no, that works? No. It, it just looks – I've worn a I see one. Helmet. I see one on TV that's interesting to me, that it? I think the only thing that would make me feel more ridiculous than having the mask on <laughs> is to have that on. I would feel a little bit like a dog that just came from the yeah, vet yeah. and had a little surgery done. Yeah. Have y'all seen the latest? You know, we were hearing, again, in consistency, that the pull-up neck things were not really that good. Now they come out so not so fast. They may actually be good. I saw an article today. Well, yeah. Good, because I wear those a lot yeah. when well, I'm so out. Now, now, they're, gets, now colder, they're back to those are okay. When it gets go-to. colder, I'll wear that for sure. I'll, I'll be do. wearing that around Gatlinburg. Yeah, I don't wear those because I feel Shoving like a corn dog I feel like mm-hmm. that I, the next thing I'm supposed to say is this is a holdup. Right, right. Yeah, I know. You're right. To the phones we go, 30 seconds a pop. Brian, Fort Payne, Alabama. You got 30 seconds. Brian, go ahead. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, quick question. What do you think – election night coverage is going to look like if the Democrats motives is going to be to have a contested election. You know, one of the big things the networks are always doing is wanting to call the state for Mm -hmm. a Democrat or Republican. And if the mainstream media is in the tank for the Democrats, how are they going to call elections uh, on the night of the election? Well, I think this is what you'll see. I'm going to make this prediction and I'm all in on this one. I think that if, Biden picks up a swing state or two early, they're going to call it over. They're going to say it's a route. It's a done deal. The whole thing will be over by 930. If it looks like Trump has picked up a few of those, they're going to say, well, we won't know until the mail-in ballots are in, and that's going to be two weeks from now. May I add an antidote to that? Because I think you're right. Can I add an antidote to that, like a little spice on Mm -hmm. top? Please do. That will also feature – their own location reporters that will say, look, this looks very sketchy. Mm-hmm. And they'll start saying sketchy things are going on. They'll add that to it to make that narrative even more. Right. Well, I'm sure there'll be sketchy things going on. I'm not <laughs> down there. Bill, There's already some going on. Bill in Alabaster, welcome to the program. Thanks for listening to ZZK. Hey, first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Call him, man. Go ahead. I have a couple things. Uh, found out through a buddy of mine that City of Montgomery is starting the, uh, they're hopping on the bandwagon of defunding the police. And, uh, they're, they're losing 48 people and they, they said that they're going to replace them, but their budget just got cut $5 million. And, I mean, so you got a bunch, I got a bunch of buddies that work. So he said that he's hearing they're, they're defunding the police in Montgomery. I mean, is that a, just a city, we got to struggle with our budget, or we are defunding on purpose as part of the defund movement. That's you, kind of two different things. You know, Herschel Walker. What we're doing. Herschel Walker made a great point on that. He said, "You know, when you you see a football team that ain't getting it done, what do they do? They go out and they spend money, and right. they get better people. That's a great point. Uh, to get a better performance. Not cut. No one has ever cut their way to the championship. <laughs> uh, and I, I that's boy, that really hit home with me. I thought that was some real wisdom." Point. Yeah, it, it, it never happens. Um, let's go to Andre in Andre. Alabama. Andre, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, guys, man, I got in twice this week. That's awesome. How do I go, bud? Um, <laughs> I was hoping that uh, the congressman was still on the line, but what would happen, say I died today and mm. my wife mailed in a mail-in ballot with all my information, or what's happened all year long? How are they? How do they know if some of these people have passed away that are voting? You know, that's I mean, a good question. can do that. Because there's early voting that. already going on. So what if you pass away between now and then? Do they say that when you voted you were alive, so it counts? 
I, I don't know, or when it's postmarked. Or, or if your spouse fills it out and says, this is who he would have voted for. See, a lot of this mm. is, is never we, – we, we, haven't, have we haven't figured it out because it hasn't been done before. I think this close – I mean, we're, we, we literally were up here six months before a presidential election that some of these states decided to do this. That, that was That's crazy. Now, to start it after this election, if that's what you want to do, but uh, it, the whole thing it. is just going to be shady, but no matter how it comes out. Bob in Alabama, it's going to be a wild ride. Bob, go ahead. Hey, how are you doing, fellas? Good. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, yesterday I was listening to Mark Stein filling in for uh, Rush Limbaugh because it's treatment week, and uh, he was talking about Trump's going to be on the show today, yeah. and it's going to be the biggest radio rally ever in the whole United <laughs> States. Yeah, this, Trump is very good at this. He, he's learned how to use social media because it, you know he's, he, he can. And he's, once again, even when he has COVID, he has found a way to say, I'll tell you what, I'll just go on Limbaugh's show and talk to everybody there. And that's what he's doing today. I think he's going to spend about three hours with him. Right. He's going to hang out time. today and co-host the show. <laughs> with Bentley. That's excellent. <laughs> so he's got, he's got access. 866-WE-BE-BIG. America's favorite China. undocumented radio host. China. Su- Susan in Hueytown. Susan, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, I had a question. Rick, do you have a Bible study online or do you have, do you know where I can find reliable information on how to talk to somebody about these quote unquote lost books of the Bible? I, no, we ne- we've never really done a Bible study on lost books of the Bible. Uh, never have. And uh, so I, I don't have anything available that would be beneficial to you, and I apologize. Are you I, talking I, about the Gnostic gospel? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I, you could. They you, wasn't lost. They just wasn't included. Right. Uh, that's a great point to make. Uh, I, don't, I do not know. That is not an area of, of expertise. The only me. lost thing would be the Dead Sea Scrolls, and it just confirmed what we already knew. Yeah, that's the reason why. Oh, gosh, Rick, don't open this door. <laughs> right. Uh, never mind. But it, it, it is the reason that we have some of the later English translations, not paraphrases, but trans, translations yeah. that are even more accurate because we have access to – now, some of the transcribers closer to the original letters, right? Uh, because you know they were just hand and their their copy machine were people writing them yeah, down. Yeah, they so the, fir- the further away you get, uh, the closer you go back to the original. That transcriber yeah. probably has the exact words more accurate. Uh, uh, and far as the Gnostic Gospels, uh, they were not included because they did not specifically say or imply that God had told them to do that and write it down. I, the, and I'm using the Bubba version of that. Yeah, I, I is just, that fairly? Is that fairly well, it, close? Honestly, in your opinion, and honestly, the, if they, I do not have a lot of expertise in that area at all. So I, I, I can speak with no authority to that. But that's how I've understand it. Yes, I can right. agree. So with you on that. there were other gospels written, mm-hmm. but they just were not included and in, are canonized in what we call the Bible. Yeah. There was a vetting process that went on, and, and you can some didn't make the and you can go out and find that information. But the point she was asking, which I understand what you're saying, ma'am, and I get it. Can I find reliable information on it? Because let's face it, the internet may or may not be. Well, reliable. there there is a lot of you can you can actually get those books. They are books, and read them, and you can uh, read commentary on them. I don't think any of them uh, say anything that would contradict what we have. I think it was just based on the. Uh, God inspired or the not. The inspired part of it, uh, if that was true or not. 
And that yeah, that's how I've always Barnabas. That. I didn't. I think he wrote one. Didn't he? Didn't he write one? You know, don't Mary. Don't get me started yeah. when they claim Enoch, Enoch wrote some books. Don't get me on that. That's a whole different. That's a <laughs> well. Enoch's a, he's an interesting yeah. character all the way yeah. around. Well, and, you know, when you got two people that got to one of them got to walk into heaven, one got a cab came for him. Yeah, I mean those those are big. Those are the only two that didn't. <laughs> and really, Elijah, the way he got a cab sent to him, you know, the chariot. Uh, chariot of fire kind of fires me up about how gracious God can be because oh, no. really God sent the car for him because Elijah basically told God he's done. <laughs> I'm I, I just I'm I can't I can't I, I can't go on. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've had enough of this and uh, I'm ready to come on in. So um, so he said, all right, go get Elisha, get him ready, and I'll send the cab to come get you. Didn't have to die. How about if you're two people, the only two people that didn't have to die after the fall? That's big. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll continue with your phone calls and uh, your questions and anything else that we may have missed. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, available again tomorrow. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. Love, love, love the Rick and Bubba audience and our friends. So the woman who just called and asked about trying to find some information on uh, the Gnostic Gospels and and uh, the, the process of, of putting together the, the canon. Uh, so and, and I don't remember this, and that's on me, Terrible Recall, because I have seen the movie, which it probably wouldn't be in the movie, but I've read the book The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. And according to uh, one of my friends that is a reliable source, uh, uh, you might want to get the book "The Case for Christ" by by Lee Strobel, and and really for anybody who's out there looking for, we certainly will never find any uh, uh, you know uh, journey that is never going to end up at faith somewhere. But the faith uh, is also based on a lot of evidence, and that was the role that that Lee Strobel took on. New York Times bestselling author who was uh, whose wife became a follower of Christ. He thought that was ridiculous, and he went out to prove to her factually that that did not happen, this resurrection, these events in history, uh, in the Bible, it, that they did not happen, only to discover there was quite a bit of ev- evidence, uh, overwhelming evidence, that it actually did. And then, of course, it transformed his life, and he too became a follower of Christ. But his book, The Case for Christ, Lee Strobel, if you look there, there's commentary in that book about what you're asking about, ma'am. So I think that will be helpful. And I apologize that I didn't recall that part of the book when I read it. Uh, let's go to the phones and continue. Uh, Brian, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, what's on your mind? What's up, fellas? First of all, Hams, uh, when you go to G-Berg and the Pidge this weekend, we just got back, they don't give a rip about a mask. So don't worry about that mm-hmm. and take the Maryville exit. Don't go through Knoxville. Uh, okay. second, thing, yeah. <laughs> second thing is, I, am I out of the loop or something? And I understand about the electoral college and all that, but what are we so wrapped up about these mail-in votes when the electoral college is what's really counting for this election? Do we really think that any Republicans are going to sway their vote left or right? Well, the, well, the, electoral the, college the is different good. is the, the mail-in votes will decide 50 independent statewide elections, right. and the results of, the ele- of those elections decide which electors go to vote. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not really – what you're saying, it doesn't matter how somebody votes. The Electoral College still works the same way. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know our state. I, I, what, we got nine, nine. reps and uh, and two 
senators, so we'd have 11 electors, right? Isn't that right, First, I can't remember how many yeah. Congress people we have. It's, it's not that. We, we have nine electoral votes. Okay, we have nine. So it's yeah. seven and two. Right. And uh, depending on who wins the state will depend on which electors go. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that are dedicated to Biden or the ones that are, are pledged to Trump. So let's say you're after those Texas electoral votes. Well, guess guess how you get them? You you win by votes in that state. The popular vote, vote thirty eight thirty eight big ones. Yeah. So and, and it's just uh, all it is is a winner take all format, and the idea was to keep from uh, for for the election not to be close. If you and it waters down big states and it helps little states slightly. It doesn't change it totally, but it was protection. For the little and the little states would not have joined the United States without this. This was this was a policy. They said, "I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to prevent New York and whoever, eventually California, the two biggest states from picking the president every time." That's what it was. And 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 we don't know why. We don't know why this happened. We talked about in the break. Apparently, if you lean to the left, you like to live right on top of each other, and if you lean to the right, you like to spread out. Uh, so and, and have some room, I, probably because that's that independent spirit uh, that you find more to the right than to the left. I heard a great example the other day about the Electoral College when it, in regards to comparing it to the World Series. They said, look at it like, like this. You have to win four games. It's not how many runs you score total in the seven games you play or right. how many ever. Right. It was just a great example that I could relate to when it comes to explaining it. And, of course, helping my kids, that really helped me. Well, back to this guy's specific question. Yes, that's how the system works, but in order for you to get those electoral votes, you have to have the most votes in that state. Exactly. So it does yeah. matter. The mail-in does. They don't want there to be corruption on how the votes are counted in that state. Right. The, the biggest thing that, about that's what it the controversy is, is, about. is the judges in these different states are passing down all kind of different rulings. Some are saying that vote better be postmarked by election day. Right. Some are saying it better be in, in the House to be counted on election day. And some have said, eh, get it in 10 days after the election. That'll be fine. We can't treat it like our tax payments. Easy. Well, well I'm just saying. No, we should treat it like well, our tax Well, no, I but agree. We're not. They're not going yeah. to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't, you don't ask for an extension. Exactly. So I'd like for that's my vote the, to come in in October. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> versus the 15th of April. And we've already had like three different situations where the wrong ballots were mailed out and there's been controversy. Y'all, you don't. It's like if you're going on a long trip with your car, you don't get the transmission worked on the day before you go. Do that about a week ahead of time Thank and be you. sure that it's working before you head out to Texas on the interstate and that thing drops on you in Mississippi somewhere and you go, well, gosh, it wasn't more, it wasn't fixed right. Frank and Huntsville with an interesting point on your face shields. Frankie, go ahead. Uh, yes, uh, I've been traveling quite a bit. When I first started traveling, the, the airlines came out and said that uh, you could wear a face shield, but you had to wear the mask under it. You can wear a mask without the face shield and be fine to fly. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed that has changed a lot, I just got back in from Texas, is, is the airlines now are packing the airplanes. When I first flew, yeah. every other yeah. seat was right. open and right. in between. But now I flew, a had six seats all the way across in the big plane, and every one of them was full and when I flew from uh, Dallas on into Huntsville, that airplane was packed to the gills. Did you put another person on? Did you say, or did you hear anybody say, "Hey, I thought we were social distancing"? Uh, they talked about social distancing. They talked about you had to wear your mask all the time. 
you couldn't pull it down. You know, a lot of people will pull it down mm-hmm. so that they can breathe out of their nose without the mask, but mm-hmm. they, they advise you not to do that, and then they make comments like, if we ask you to raise your mask and you don't raise it, then we will uh, put your name on a list and you won't be allowed to fly anymore. Yeah, I've seen them remove but, a few people. It didn't it was That's kind of a rough process. But but I had folks that I haven't flown in commercial in, since this at all, but I, I, I was being told, and now you're saying that's not happening, that you always have an empty seat beside you, and you're saying that's starting to go away. That had that went away this past trip. I flew mm. to Austin, Texas, and it was booked. You couldn't put another people on it mm. from Huntsville. And uh, I flew from Huntsville to Dallas and then Dallas to uh, Austin in the same way on the way back. And I've got to fly. I'm going to Missouri next week, and I've got to fly from Missouri on Delta. I flew American going out, but I got to fly Delta coming back, and everybody's saying it's the same way now. But- okay, so they're not they're they're not giving the space anymore uh, on the plane. They're just telling you to wear a mask. But if you're telling me I can wear a mask with no shield, mm-hmm. but if I have a shield, I have to have a mask too. What you're telling me is only the mask is acceptable. Right yeah. now, I'm just wearing a shield. I guess Why to look good. Yeah, because if I got to wear both, I guess I'm just wearing the shield now to look goofy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because you're kind of telling me you don't trust my shield. Mm. Especially if you don't require a shield and a mask, you'll only require a mask. And the shield is optional. You can have it if you want. Yeah, I'm going to move toward the shield. Plus, it just looks. It's not a good look. It's not. And neither are the masks, but the shield is, to me, another step of ridiculousness looking. As far as the look. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I like I'm. Uh, this is something odd about it. In a space movie or something. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.